This episode of John Appetit is brought to you by The Civic. For those of you wondering what the old St. Joe's Hospital at 1600 West Girard became, meet The Civic, an adaptive reuse apartment building with well-designed micro, studio, one, and two-bedroom homes for rent. Centered around hospitality and community, The Civic has amenities including a roof deck, art gallery, doorman, golf simulator room, pet grooming station, and more. To learn more or book a tour, visit thecivicphl.com forward slash John. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the John Appetit Podcast. Glad to be back with you guys. And by we, I mean myself, Ray Burton, and my lovely wife, Chanel. How are you doing tonight, Chanel? I'm good, and you? I feel good. You know, we, we had a week off. We had some other things come up, but now we are back in the saddle. We are ready to go. Episode 142 of the podcast, and a lot of stuff to get to on this edition of the show. We have some new openings coming, some things that just opened up, or a new place that just opened up, and some awards to give out, or some some kudos to give out, I should say, for some award-winning restaurants in Philadelphia. In the second portion of the show, we're going to talk about the Bucks County Food and Wine Festival. We had a chance to visit that a couple of weeks back, so we'll give you our thoughts on that. And of course, we have a couple of upcoming events to tell you about as well, and as always, our Sunday dinner. So a lot of stuff to get to on this edition of the John Appetit Podcast, but before we do anything, the first thing we like to do, the thing we like to do always at the top of the show is to thank you, the listeners. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you much. for supporting us. Thank you for retweeting our links. Thank you for going to our Facebook page, our Instagram page, our, our, our Twitter page. If you don't do so, please follow us on social media at John Appetit, J-A-W-N-A-P-P-E-T-I-T. John Appetit on each and every social media platform, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you want to just shoot us an email, johnappetit at gmail.com. Again, we are a very accessible podcast. That's the best place to get in touch with us. But while you're listening to us, wherever you listen to us, please leave us a review, five stars, thumbs up, a heart, you know, a check mark, whatever the review uh, thing is on the platform you listen to us. We would truly, truly appreciate it. So whether that's Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player.fm, Google Play Store, um, Spotify as well. Again, if you have an echo enabled device you can play the latest episode of john appetit on your echo enabled device your alexa and just listen to us wherever you are 24 7 365 again we are a very very accessible podcast but thank you guys as always for listening to us and supporting us here at john appetit again we truly appreciate it and while you're doing that listen to our partner shows on the war room sports podcast network you have my show the broad street line which you can catch at the bsline.com or wherever you get your podcast or if you're in philly you can listen to me every uh, Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on 106.5 FM, WPPM LP Philadelphia, or you can check us out at phillycam.org. Also, check out our friends over at War Room Sports. If you're a sports fan, that's another show for you sports fans, or Tissue in the Tape if you are a hip-hop head. So a lot of great podcasts for you to check out as part of the War Room Sports Podcast Network. So check them out while you're checking us out here at John Appetit. And as always, got to start off the show by shouting out Tay Diggs for giving us a follow on the Twitter machine. Truly appreciate your support, Mr. Diggs. Check him out on All American on the Netflix machine. 
wherever you watch Netflix. All right, Philly, what is new? What's new is a new restaurant coming from Mark Vetri. Again, we typically don't really feature restaurants that aren't opening anytime soon. We do make special, uh, we do have special dispensation for people like Mark Vetri because when Mark Vetri opens up a restaurant, you kind of need to know when it opens up so you can get in uh, before the re- uh, the reservations book up um, because this is probably going to be a hot, a hot restaurant and a hard to get into restaurant. Because it's only going to have 12 to 14 seats. Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you see that? The uh, the new restaurant, Fiorella, is coming to 18, uh, 18, uh, 817, I'll get it right, Christian Street, down in the Italian market. It's the former home of Fiorella Sausage, for those of you familiar with that area. It's going to be reconstituted in, a, in an entirely new spot, a restaurant. It's, uh, there's, it's described as a pasta bar with a menu of four to six pasta dishes, salads, and desserts. And the shop will, will boast house-made sausage. Again, only 12 to 14 seats. I've seen the pictures of what it looks like now. There's not a lot of room in that spot. So it's going to be a very hard to get into spot, a very hot spot uh, to check out. The plans are for that place to open uh, this fall. Again, we will keep, keep you in, keep you abreast of any information we have of Mark Vetri's new spot. For those of you who don't know Mark Vetri, he's one of the more famous chefs um, in Philadelphia. He has a, um, a bunch of uh, great restaurants. Um namely Vetri, uh, that, that are fantastic. But Fiorella is this new restaurant coming to 817 Christian Street in the Italian market. Open now is a spot called Hiroki. Uh, we briefly touched on this a few months ago, and this is now open. It's, the, uh, it's a Japanese restaurant helmed by the former or a former Morimoto sushi chef okay. by the name of Hiroki Fujiyama. Uh, it's a partnership with the folks who are behind William Moharan's Sons. It's literally okay. attached to William O'Hare and Sons. It's in the. It's like the buildings are attached. I couldn't to each figure other. out where it was. Yeah. Okay. So it's the little small street. Is Lee Street that little small street? That one that that's I'm not even to a, drive on. Yeah, yeah okay, it's not okay, a full okay. street. Okay. Yeah, I got it's you. It's right there. It's Lee Street, right in Fishtown, basically right on the other side. So, so on one side of William O'Hare's, for those of you familiar, it's Front Street. On the other side is this really small half street called Lee Street. Um, and it's right there. It's a big, it's a beautiful looking uh, spot. Did you look at the picture? Yeah, it's a nice looking spot. It's a beautiful looking spot. Big circular uh, wooden door um, in the front. This is another very limited seating spot. 26 seats. 14 in the dining room. 12 at the sushi counter. And the design elements, for those of you who haven't seen the pictures, borrow heavily from Japan. It's a beautiful looking spot. Um, there is one thing about this restaurant. What's that? No a la carte. There was one menu and one menu only. $135 omakase menu. 20 courses, which include a dozen different nigiri, includes miso soup, and dessert. See, I can't do it. So you're not, you're not ready to let the chef just cook. No, what's the one thing that I'm not going to eat? Eel. Exactly. And you can't do it. What's the one thing that you're not going to eat? I'd suck it up for eel. No. What's the one thing that you're not going to say? They're not going to serve me octopus. You don't know that. If they, they're not going to serve me octopus. You don't know that. We'll swap. If the octopus come, you, you eat it. You, if but what get, if it comes out like one at a time? In there, right, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, oh man, I'm full right now. I'm still digesting the last piece. I would like my wife to have it. She really likes octopus. And if the eel comes, I'll, I'll, I'll do the eel. 
I'll do All the right, eel. So maybe maybe we can do it. I'll do the eel. I'll do the. This is the this is the the former Morimoto sushi chef. Yeah, I'm I mean, pretty so sure like, this is awesome. I'm sure the quality is fantastic. I would love to do it if I could say, please do not give me any form of eel or eel sauce. Yeah, I need like real like real rap. Let us know for those of you. Let us know if you've done because we've never really done a OG chef tasting. No, because we're always like, I don't eat this, I don't eat this, right. I can't do that because I'm not going to eat this and that. But the Especially thing is, we, if eat, we eat like eighty five percent of things. Yeah, but it's that fifteen percent that we really, when we don't rock with it, we just don't rock with it. Yeah. So it's like if you put it on my plate, it's like, oh man, what am I supposed to do with this? So, but we, I probably eat more than you, huh? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm willing to try things too, but there's just certain things like eel, which I've had. Mm-hmm. It's tasty. That for me is a mind thing. I just I can't wrap my mind around eating it. Yeah, we, it bothers we, me. If anybody out there has done an OG chef tasting and, and you just ate the whole, just ran the whole gamut of the courses, let us know um, whether you had to substitute something or you skip something. I don't whether think you can you skip substitute. something. Whether you can skip something. Maybe you can skip some things. I don't think, I think it's rude. I think it probably That's is. That's why I haven't done it because I'm like, I'm not going to go and be rude. But I want to ask somebody if they've done it, if they've done it. And then what if the dessert is texturally against everything I believe? Well, I, yeah, I mean. Or yeah. that mochi, 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 mochi. I don't yeah, the like weird, that. the weird ice cream with that weird it's covering. Not, it's the covering. Yeah, it's the covering. Yeah, miso, miso a, soup trash. Anyway, I don't think it's always At ice me. cream. Miso soup is trash. Um, if you do this, there's an optional sixty dollars no, sake tasting. <laughs> um, there's an optional sixty dollars sake tasting. This is a very sake whiskey sochu uh, focused restaurant as well. So you have. All sorts of like OG Japanese whiskeys and soju. We need to do it. And sake. So, um, yeah. So, if anybody goes to Hiroki, check it out. Uh, just to give us pictures. I want to see it. I want to see some more pictures. It's a beautiful looking restaurant. We might have to do it. In Fishtown. Um, For a special occasion. A super special occasion. Yeah. That's a super special occasion. Yeah. I owe you one. So, you owe me one? Yeah. Oh, fine. Okay. I don't even know. Oh, you want. That's fine. <laughs> that, that works for me. So check it out. Hiroki now open in Fishtown again. Literally connected to William O'Haran and Sons. It's right on Lee Street, the same street as Pizzeria Betia. So check it out. Center City Sips coming back Ugh. for 2019. I got air Ugh. horns. We got the air horns do here. not air horns. Can I do the anything. air horn? Can we do a Everybody's favorite summer mine. Not mine. Center City I Sips. cannot stand this. The only thing they, good about this is the police actually take care of the homeless situation. They bet. Every Wednesday for 14 Wednesdays, I believe starting the first Wednesday mm. of June, Center City Sips is coming to dozens. And The Rock said dozens of Center City bars and restaurants. I do not look forward to this. $4 beers. Five dollar wine. What did you say this was starting? Six. I believe it's the first Wednesday in June. It's the first of the fourteen That's weeks. Next week. Five dollar wine. Six dollar cocktails. Half price apps from five to seven p.m. Boo! I don't know if this is new this year, but it's new to me. Those staying for dinner at these restaurants or these locations will get a fifteen percent discount on dinner on your dinner bill. So if you want, is there these, a list? Maybe our a list. ours got kicked out. Yeah, it's on the uh, Center City. Uh, I don't have that in front of me. The Center City Philly website. There are dozens. Oh, you mean yours? Oh, yours is still there. Yours is it's the spot. There. I know. Yo, yours is the spot. I'll, the old standbys <clears throat> include Sam Pan, Uptown Beer Garden, Marathon on 19th, and the epicenter of Sips, 
Paganos, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. If you want to get it in, stop directing people to go there. Go to Paganos. Just if you want to meet my wife while she's at Sips, go to I Paganos. don't go to Sips. I do not go there. I happen to work in the building that houses the restaurant All up that in the has courtyard. a super popular Sips because of a courtyard. If you want to see my wife, all up in the courtyard. This mean mugging as, dancing, she, as she walks by dancing, the, the lines the of people getting carted to yeah. enter the courtyard <laughs> as if it's like a nightclub. It's the weirdest thing. I No. New participants include Iron Hill Brewery, Continental Midtown, and Giuseppe and Sons. So you can get it in there as well. It's part of the Center City Sips thing. Uh, again, check out the Center City Philadelphia website. I know phillyvoice.com has a list of the spots there. But Center City Sips is back for 2019. Cadence is named the best new restaurant in America oh, by Food and Wine. I forgot yes. DuJour. That's why it's crowded because it's two restaurants. What's that? It's DuJour and Pagano's. DuJour and Pagano's? Yeah. Are they both DuJour's there too? Yeah, they share the courtyard. That's why it gets so packed. There's two restaurants there. Ah, got it. Um, Cadence, best new restaurant in America by Food and Wine magazine. It's a BYOB in South Kensington and it serves regional American food. Again, highly rated already by Yelp and TripAdvisor. Four and a half stars from each and three stars from the food critic at Philly Mag. According to uh, Food and Wine, it says, quote, simple pleasures and serious food. For once, you don't have to choose between them. Um, this is a good looking restaurant. I know we've looked at it before. Um, this is a good looking. I don't know if you looked at the menu again. It's not a big menu, not a very no, extensive menu, no. um, but it's a good looking spot. Again, since it was named best new restaurant in America by Food and Wine, we suggest you try to get your reservations ASAP. Yeah. Because I've tried several times to get reservations from Z- at Zahav in the week of the James Beard Award. And the website was like, what are you doing, fam? Like, come on, man. Like, you're not getting in. Like, you're definitely not getting in ever. We don't want you to get stuck out there with Cadence as well. So uh, definitely make your reservations ASAP again. Kensington, South Kensington, BYOB. Now, Food and Wine had other lists as part of this as well. Uh, one of the best bites in America is from Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And they had a uh, they won the award for the, quote, most soul-rattling new pasta. It's called a Morcilla Creste de Gallo. It's Creste de Gallo, Gallo pasta or Gallo pasta. With a ragu of blood sausage, sticky pork skin, and Parmesan oh, cheese. That's interesting. I'm, I'm down. I know you are. Friday, Saturday, Sunday food is phenomenal. It is. It's very good. So but I can't I'm do here. the blood sausage. Sticky pork skin, Parmesan cheese. It's a little ragu action. That's one you're gonna have to tell me about. This is this is some good sounding pasta. Today I'm not I'm very amenable to amenable to eat, amenable to eating things. It sounds good to me. It sounds like it sounds like I would give it a shot. Nicely, mm. I, I just don't do the blood sausage. I know, but neither do I. But I'm like, yo, it's not like big chunks of blood sausage. It's just a little. little, little I don't care what it is. I'm not eating that. What nuggets. do I always say? You're not supposed to eat the blood. Little nuggets, little nuggets. <laughs> Finally, Taco Bell plans to open a hotel this summer. The hotel is called the Bells, a Taco Bell That's hotel so and resort. It's going to open in Palm Springs for a week in August. You'll be able to order Taco Bell through room service, and there will be pool floats in the shape of hot sauce packets, Taco Bell-themed nail art, and hairstyles. So you can get your hair styled, you know, like the uh, like those neon green Mountain Dews. You get yourself a spicy Crunchwrap Supreme, like right to your hotel room. Is this for like kids? No, no, no. This is a little novelty thing. It's like a little novelty. 
thing. It's for people. It's for people. It's for adults. Uh, Let me ask you Like young adults? People who want to, you know. I just don't think I know anyone who would want to... um, to um like Come stay on. at the Taco Bell. I'm trying to think like of varying age groups. I'm thinking of like my nephew, my niece. My niece loves Taco Bell, so maybe she would. But she's ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure families will be there as well. But I don't see my sister saying, "Oh, Humphrey loves Taco Bell. I'm going to book a Taco Bell." Room. But I mean, let, let's say, let's you know, let's go there for a day. You know, get some get some IG snaps. You know, in the that's pool. what it is. It's Instagram. Yeah. Okay, it's, I got yeah, you. It's all about I got social, you. social media and stuff. Like I got you. That. Here's the thing, though. Is there a brand, a food brand or a restaurant that you would stay, if they had like a themed hotel and resort, that you'd be like, you know what, I'd like to stay there? Because I can't think of one, but I'm not sure if there is Like, and when I get up, their food is always there? Yeah, or like, yeah, I was like, I'd like to stay at like an In-N-Out hotel. No. Or I'd like to stay at a, a Popeye's hotel. No. There's I no mean, fast food that I eat saying. like that. Or not even like a fast food, like fast casual or even like a like a like a chain a chain type of place. Yeah, there's no chain type of place of that I rock with like that. I can't think of one. I mean, again, like no, a, think about it. Like we don't. I mean, like I like certain chains, but it's like oh, man, I like, don't. I don't want to go to a Five Guys hotel. I mean, like yeah, it's I mean, you don't even like Five Guys like that. No. Like, when's the last time you even ate it? It's been a while. Yeah, no, I think this is for people who are want to Instagram, yeah, like IGs. you said, or people who really love Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. It's weird. You love what you love. What if it smells like Taco Bell? It probably does. You That's like those love. food candles and food logs. The KFC logs. Yeah, man. I yeah, I don't like that. Them. I still don't rock with that. I don't want to go to candles. a hotel that smells like nachos. Gravy candles. Yeah, man. That's the. Sc- Plus, I don't like Taco Bell, so this yeah, is not, just all around. Those nacho fries. Are, those nacho fries are. Says you. Supreme. All right, Says we're gonna you. take a quick break. On the other side, we're going to take a trip to Bucks County. Had a chance to check out the. Bucks County Food and Wine Festival recently, and we will we will tell you about it on the other side. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. back to the John Appetit podcast segment number two of the show. This is our What's Good Philly segment and what's good this week is in Bucks County. Had a chance to go to the Bucks County Food and Wine Festival. It was uh, on the uh, weekend of May 17th and May 18th. We got invited by the fine folks at uh, Aversa PR for the second day of of the event. It's actually a two-day event. The first annual, I should say, Bucks County Food and Wine Festival. So the first day, both events were held at Parks Casino. The first day was called Burgers and Brews in the Beer Garden. So they had a little outdoor thing set up and they had a bunch of, you know, burgers and beer and wine and all sorts of good good snacks to uh, to munch on for those of you um, who, who may be interested in that. And uh, celebrity chef Mark Murphy from Chopped was there. He was actually there for both days, but he was there for the Burgers and Brews event on Friday. And then Saturday was, I guess, the, the I guess the grand tasting to call it. I don't know what else to call it. 
I guess yeah. to call it the Grand... They call it the, just the Food and Wine Festival, but yeah. it's basically... Like, Eventually, it'll probably morph into a grand tasting yeah. as they add additional elements to yeah. it. Yeah, so the, I guess the main event, I guess I'll call it, uh, with the food and main Food and Wine Festival event, Saturday afternoon at the Excite Center, the main event center in Park Casino in Bethlehem. Um, and for this event, there were you know nearly 20 restaurants on hand. There was all the parks, restaurants, and all sorts of good stuff. Um, first of all, um, it was... It was. How do we? How should we start it? I'm trying to figure out how to start this event. You come in. Oh, first of all, you come in. They give you a bag full of swag. Yeah. So and that's cool. Yeah, We've had that before. I could. I think they do it in New Orleans. They give you a bag of swag. Yeah. You, yeah. Get, you came in. You get a little. You get a little cinch bag. You get a hat. Uh, you get a wine glass. Um, what koozie, else? Was koozie. Um, you a, get a wine stopper thing. A thing for complimentary tickets to the Philadelphia. Oh, the Philly Pops. Pops. Yeah. yeah, the Philly Pops tickets. I was like, yo, man, like, this is nice. Like, this first of all, like, off the rip, it's like, yo, I got a little bag of stuff, like, before you even walk in the door. Um, and you walk in, and again, it takes up the whole um, Excite Center in there. And there was just wine and beer. Like, first, I guess in the center was the, center the wine. was the wine. Was the wine mm-hmm. in the center. And they had wine from, they had local wines. They had uh, wines from across the U.S. They had international wines as well. So, I mean, yeah. if you were... A fan, there no were some what. Spanish wines, yeah. yeah. There, there were Spanish wines. I think there was Australian wines is there, wines there as well. Um, there was, you know, so there was a bunch of local stuff. Let's just, uh, let's talk about the wine then. Let's yeah. just guess, since we're talking about this wine, so we had <laughs> this local wine. Our favorite of yes. the local wines uh, was from San Castle Winery. Yes. Uh, which was which one was this specifically? I don't, I don't have the name. I can look it up. It was the rosé. The rosé. The yeah. rosé from San Castle Winery. How and could you forget this that? Is, and these are Bucks County wineries, and, yes. uh, and most of the I think all the restaurants were from Bucks County. So yes, because it was the restaurants were, were Bucks County. Highlight the best of Bucks County, or some of the best of Bucks County. So San Castle Winery is in Bucks County. Um, this winery is probably an hour and a half north of Philadelphia. Um, it is worth a trip if everything oh, else is like the yeah. rosé. We are going up there soon to get a couple cases of this rosé. Man, listen, man. This rosé, man. I don't even like rosé. I don't even like it. Yeah, I know, but you like that rosé. Yeah, no. This rosé was, was excellent. Like It was it was one of the best rosés, one of the best wines that I've had, like period, point blank. It was just a fantastic wine, fantastic drink of wine. It's absolutely fantastic. So that was the best local wine that we had. But there was also uh, a wine from California that we enjoyed as, as well. St. Super, I believe it's called Supery Winery. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. S-U-P-E-R-Y. Mm-hmm. St. E Winery um, in California. They had a couple of great selections. Uh, we enjoyed their Oak Free Chardonnay. And what was the other one? The Merlot? Muscat. Muscat. Uh, yeah, yeah, the Muscat. Muscat. Um, St. Super um, Winery. Uh, they had the 2018 version. We liked it so much. We went to the store. Well, first of all, we almost bought like six bottles. Yeah. <laughs> like, online. Like, online. Like, yeah, it was like, that good. We came real close to pulling the yeah. trigger on a bunch of yeah. bottles. We were like, right, we're not ready to do this yet. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> we, went to the local, so we went to the local store, got a couple uh, of the 2015 uh, version of the, of the Oak Free Chardonnay. Yeah. Uh, very good. It wine. was good, but it wasn't hitting it wasn't like that same. 2018 version. It wasn't quite the same, yeah, but it was gotta, good. No, it was good. So still got to get the 2018. Though. You know, the same super so like these wines hit, like they hit. And then on the fringes, but not quite all the way out, there were some. Um, there were there were well, first of all, Victory Victory Brewing Company was there. Um, they had several samples of beer. They had the Summer Love, and they had uh, their new, their limited edition release, White Monkey. It's Golden Monkey. Um, that's actually. Um, I want to say uh, stored in like these wine barrels. Um, it has like a little different taste to the regular Golden Monkey, um, but it's absolutely just phenomenal. I forget what else they had. They had Summer Love. 
They might have had Golden Monkey and White Monkey. That's um, all you. I don't. Yeah, you don't, don't do the partake. beer. Yeah. They also had the uh, bourbon there as well. They had the, actually they had, there was a bourbon. It was a what did I say? Knob Creek. Knob Creek was there. Maker's Mark, uh, Bacardi. They had a bunch of different bourbons. They had a little bourbon station, and they had tastings there as well. So that's just the drinks. Like this is just the drink section. It's not even the main thing because we were there for the food. Yes. And there was plenty of food uh, to, to check out. Um, do you, I guess you want to just kind of run through some of the things that kind of jumped out of this? Yeah. So Parks Grill, one of the restaurants at the at the Parks Casino, had this beef tenderloin with a Nueski's bacon mac and cheese <sighs> with that. It was a winner. Definitely a winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Um, I liked, I know you weren't a huge fan. I like the, uh, the cheesesteak dumplings no. from AZ Gourmet. Um, you weren't a big fan of those? I wasn't a big fan of, of, of those dumplings, no. Okay. Now, you went to that place at, what, King George's Inn, right? That place on the right-hand side? Yes. When you first walked in. What yeah. did they have? Uh, they had the meatball. They had, that's right. They had the meatball. Yeah, the meatball yeah. was a very tasty meatball. Really friendly crew very. over there. Very friendly. Gave the coupon and everything. The meatball was very tasty. It made me want to go to the restaurant, the way they described it. They said they had the outdoor deck, and it, it seemed like it's a, a nice place to go. So um, what was that called again? That was King George's Inn. Yeah, I would definitely want to try that place. Yeah, they were giving out, uh, it, was like, it was a $20 off coupons. Yeah. For, yeah. Like basically anybody who came over and chatted them up and, and whatever. That, who tasted their meatball, which yeah. was very tasty. Which is, which is a very cool thing. So yeah. again, you just walk into a spot, you just walk into it, you're getting handed all sorts of free stuff that's like off the rip. Um, Oliveto, one of the other places, they had a meatball as well. Um, there was, uh, oh, well, there's the chickies and Pete's had the, bun- had the, uh, the lobster roll. Um, there was also the spicy yellowtail with asparagus, the thing all the way in the back, the little yellowtail roll. Yeah. I didn't try in, that in the back. Okay. That was, that was pretty good. Um, we were, we were sitting there. We were like, there's not a lot of dessert places here. Don't forget the, uh, you like the mushroom on toast and I like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, the mushroom on toast. Um, I don't have the name in front of me. It, we ate there before. Liberty. It was Liberty Bell Gastropop. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, the mushroom. They had the mushroom on the toast. And you had it. What was the one that you had? It was uh, um, I f- the, fri- the potato cake. What yeah, the pota- key. Yeah, the lock- potato lock key. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was really oh, good. Oh, that's too. right. That was yeah. very good. That was very good. Um, so there's a bunch of things to eat. There's all sorts of, of, of things for you to eat there. Nice, tasty, good sizes. And like any other event, you could go back mm-hmm. multiple times. And I think they sold this correctly because it didn't feel overcrowded. I didn't feel like I waited in line for a super long time. There was fresh sushi there as well. Sushi there. Um, So there was pasta, sushi, like all kinds of different food. I had pork belly. I forget the name of the restaurant. Yeah. I had the pork belly from with the maple glaze. It was fantastic. Um, I like this event. This is a very good for, event. For it to be the first ever. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was a good event. This I enjoy that. I will definitely be back next year. I can see this growing mm-hmm. and, and, and getting bigger and more restaurants participating. I think they did an excellent job yeah. for the first event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This oh, is very good. And back to the desserts. Yeah, so there weren't, I think that was, was that the only I feel spot? like it was the only one. I think it might have yeah. been. There was only one uh Place I showed up with desserts. So another dessert spot. For, if you're listening for next year, you, get on this. you might want to get on this. And it was nothing but cakes, which is actually a chain. Oh, is it? Yes. Okay. It's a chain. And they do bunt cakes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried like a few of them, like lemon. And I tried the white chocolate raspberry. And I think I tried the chocolate. Yeah. And the chocolate chocolate chip. These cakes are fantastic. 
So here's it. So the thing is, and I don't think this is only because there was the only dessert place. No, it wasn't. But the lady, the woman who was at the the, the nothing bunt cakes uh, stand or, or table, like as soon as she put something out, like it was gone. People would be stalking. By people, I mean us. Would be yeah. stalking the table, waiting for like the re up to come. And this is how I know it wasn't because she was the only one because I was doing it. Right. I was waiting for her to put different ones out. I wasn't going back and getting the same ones because she would change them out. Right. So she would put some out and then put more out. And then once that flavor was gone, she'd start a new flavor. Yeah. So I was kind of stalking her just to get the additional flavors after I tasted the one. I was like, oh, this is really good. Mm -hmm. And so when she would put a new one out, I grabbed the new one. And then one of the old pieces, (laughs) these weren't full size pieces. They were like like little little, little on toothpicks. Yeah. And then I would grab like one that I had already and then the new flavor. And then I'd come back and do the same thing. That cake was so good. I looked. I didn't up. know they were a chain. Like, okay. Yeah, it's a chain. I looked to see, and it's like you know, uh, Ardmore, King of Prussia, Newtown, That's Warrington, Exton. So I'm like, okay, so I can get this cake mm-hmm. in multiple flavors and bring it home. Yeah. That's all that matters. This is accessible to me. I loved it. And they have like these little mini cakes, and they sell the mini cakes, and I forget. They had the prices there. It didn't seem overly expensive. It didn't seem expensive. It seemed no. like, oh, okay, like, oh, like, whatever. Like, you know, a little, little mini celebration. You get a little mini bunk cake. And, oh, my gosh. It was, it was crazy. And we were, like, I know I was full. I can't speak for you. I was full. Like, I was, in, I was definitely point. full. And I was like, man, like, I got to try these cakes because these cakes are great. <laughs> yeah, I was full when I was eating the cakes. And I was like, I like them too much. I yeah. just I don't want to stop. Yeah, no. So, uh, so yeah, so that was the food, the main food and wine festival. So, the Burgers and Brews tickets for that were 50 bucks. For this main event, it was $75. Um, the weekend pass for both is $110. Um, but he, even if you didn't do both, even if you did just the Food and Wine Festival, we think it was well worth oh, the money. Like, definitely. This, was, this was a very good event. Like, I think we, they did a good like, job. We, like, you know, like, we, like, we pay for this next year easily. Like, this is one of the things. Where, this is on our radar. Like, this, is, this is one of our new food events that, that we'll check out. Um, every year when we can. This yeah. was a good event. And like Chanel said, this is something you can see kind of growing and getting bigger over the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, and we're definitely down to be there as it grows and watch, unlike some other wine. <laughs> yeah, this is good. No, no. Like, say it. Say 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 what you just. Philly. Come on, it. Philly. Say what you just. Somebody from Philly should have been here watching how they did their inaugural. Because it wasn't, like, it wasn't elaborate. It wasn't elaborate. It no. was just done right yeah everything was spaced out correctly they had enough food there and enough wine there where you didn't feel like you were standing in line for a long time right and again it was enough it was enough it was enough and it wasn't trying to put on a a show they found a, a a place in bucks county that has sufficient room a nice space that they could do this and they had a live band live band yeah live band Live singer band? Yeah, it was a band. It was a whole band. It was a whole band. Okay. Yeah. They had a live band. They had a celebrity chef come in. Yep. You, like, I mean, not not to not to you know downplay the, how hard event planning is, but it wasn't that hard. Like, it's not hard it to seemed, get it right. Like they got it right. It <laughs> right. seemed kind of like they did it right. Yeah. So they yeah. absolutely did it right, and I just I feel like. This is what I mean when I say the people from Philly have to go to other events and see how they do them mm-hmm. and maybe bring that knowledge back to Philly so they could kind of try it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The closest Philly gets to a good wine and alcohol event is um, 
Philly. Uh, Philly Cooks? The thing we go to. Philly, Philly Cooks. Philly Cooks. Yeah. That's a good event. Mm-hmm. Or at least it was until this year. Well, yeah, I didn't was, enjoy it. It was a weird. It, it was, was kind of weird, weird a little bit. Weird situation. But I just feel like Philly, come on. Food and wine. Like you, New York has a good one. New Orleans, Chicago. Like you got to step up your game. And just to kind of just put a bonus. And there were also, we didn't we didn't stay for all these. But there were also um, like chef, there was like chef demonstration, like Iron Chef's uh, demonstrations as well on the main stage. So if you wanted to like to see like, over like a chopped like live like they had chef mark murphy from chop versus a couple of the other chefs the local chefs um from the various restaurants so again you get the live band you get the food demonstrations and again very friendly people at the tables like everyone all the tables. Was, like the wine people were so friendly sometimes the, the, you go to these things the you pours get, were legit yeah sometimes you go to these things you get these people that look at you like you got two three heads right you know no, the, everyone was friendly. It was just, it was a nice event. I enjoyed myself. Yeah, very cool event. Again, we recommend it highly. Free parking. We recommend uh, yes. it. <laughs> we recommend and it there's highly. a whole casino there to give your money to when you're done. Exactly. <laughs> when you're done and when you're feeling a little bit tipsy because of all the wine you drank. And you can't really drive home, so you might as well stay at the exactly. casino and play. It was like, it was like oh, I might as well throw, throw 20 in there. And you're like, I might as well throw but another, another 20, 20 in there. But I still can't drive. And yeah, then, another know. 20. Yeah, so that so that's how they get you. But no, this is a very good event. So kudos, seriously, kudos to everybody involved. Yes, this very first good job. Good Bucks job. County Food and Wine Festival. Again, we we are highly we highly recommend it. Definitely keep it on your radar uh, for for next year because it's very very cool. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. On the other side, we have some upcoming events to tell you about, and we were handing out invitations to our home for Sunday dinner. You are listening to the John Appetit Podcast. to the John Appetit podcast segment number three. This is when we tell you what the good stuff is coming up in and around Philadelphia and coming or starting this week. It's called a Maniunk Stroll the Street. It's going to start this Thursday and run through the summer uh, beginning May 30th. Every Thursday from 5 to 9 p.m. There are going to be food trucks and vendors and live music um, so, uh, situated around Maniunk while attendees walk around and enjoy various food and drink specials. Every week of this Stroll the Street, Maniac Stroll the Street is themed. The first week, May 30th, is called Meet Your Neighbors Night. And future events include movie nights. So if you want to check out uh, The Goonies or Rocky or the Black or Black Panther, you can go check it out as part of this. They have fitness nights. So if you want to do some yoga classes, they have that as well. And there will be other themes as well. Food vendors on hand this week include uh, Dump and Roll, the food truck, Moondog Sundays. Hardy Funnel Cake, The Goat's Beard, and one of our favorite burgers from the Burger Bash last year, Lucky's Last Chance. So check them out and check out the schedule for the uh, Stroll the Street events at maniunk.com slash forward slash events forward slash stroll dash the dash street. So check out Maniunk's Stroll the Street. 
Also, beginning this Friday, May 31st, it is Philly Beer Week. This is the preeminent beer event in Philadelphia every year. This is actually Philly Beer Week actually lasts for 10 days because there's so many events going all around the city. For information about everything, check out phillylovesbeer.org. But this Friday is the official official opening tap party that's grown bigger and bigger every year. They've had to move it from venue to venue to now a bigger venue. This year is at 2300 Arena in South Philly. There are way too many beers and way too many brewing companies to get into. But basically, any beer that you've had in the last, well, actually, I'll say this, any craft beer that you've had probably in the last year or so, it's probably going to be there. Allagash is there, Conchahawken Brewing, uh, Duvel, Evil Genius, Fishtown, Iron Hill. There's so many, I'm a gang, so many beers there. They tap the, uh, they have the ceremonial, ceremonial um, tapping of the opening keg, which kind of starts the whole 10-day celebration. So there's going to be beer, live music, hors d'oeuvres, all sorts of great stuff. 60 breweries on hand and rare beers as well. So if you want to get there, that starts this week, uh, this Friday at 7.30 p.m. for general admission. Those tickets are $46. For VIP, you get in uh, an hour early. Those tickets are $66. So check that out. Again, all the information about this and the other events, and they're literally hundreds of events, or at least dozens of events, I should say, for Philly Beer Week. Check out all the information at phillylovesbeer.org. It's time now for our Sunday dinner segment. This is the portion of the show where we hand out invitations to our home for Sunday dinner to people based on something they've done over the past week or so. Sometimes it's something good. Other times it's something bad. It's always something noteworthy, or at least noteworthy to us. This is a brief break from us talking about food for an entire podcast. Um, I'm not talking about food this week, although we, I think we might have the same one, which I'm not opposed to. No, I don't to. think we do. I'm not opposed to? I don't think we do. You don't think we do? I think I'm coming completely out of left field. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. So you go first. Okay. So I'm a little late on this. So but, am I. So um, there you go. So yeah, we have the same No, we one. don't have the same yeah, one. we do. I bet you we I, do. I bet we don't. Okay. So shout out yes. to the folks in Camden. Oh, that's not me. See? Told you. <laughs> um, shout out Camden. Camden just broke ground on its first new hotel in 50 this years. This hotel in Camden. A hotel in Camden of, is being currently being built. Get out of town. The Hilton Garden Inn. Shout out, man. First hotel in 50 years. 50? Wow. Yeah, I didn't yeah. That. that makes sense. It's yeah. a new hotel along the Camden waterfront. Um, And I'm sending a shout out despite uh, there was like a lot of corruption stuff that went down. I don't care about any of that right now. I'm I'm saying a shout out because I remember in (laughs) when I moved to Philadelphia to go to a a lovely little school called Temple University. T-U-M-F. And all I heard was negativity about this place called Camden. Mm -hmm. Um, And here it is years later (laughs) and you still hear the negativity about this place called Camden and how destitute it is and how it'll never be great and da 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 da. So then the waterfront gets built and then you hear nothing more about Camden. Right. So to see that they're starting to build hotels and things like that, that's a good thing. This is on the waterfront where there are no people. Um, You know how I feel about gentrification. I'm not down with that. Mm -hmm. But if you can add a hotel to the waterfront, generate some um, 
some taxes or something, although I think they got a tax break to build it. But I'm sure. once the hotel comes, maybe more stuff comes in those areas where not where people live, right. but where there are abandoned factories, because we know that that's down there. There's there are tons of open there's space tons of open space where people don't live right. that can have buildings and 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 maybe some attractions or something. And maybe Camden can have some sort of a resurgence like Newark did. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because the people in that city deserve nice things. They too. do. They, are, they, are, they don't deserve do. to be pushed out of their homes. I'm no. not saying gentrification, no. but I am saying that there's a lot of commercial zoned areas down there that are destitute and empty that some businesses can maybe come into and get some kind of tax breaks. I hear they do that here in New Jersey. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's why the, the Sixers moved over there. The Sixers moved their entire staff over to the Camden waterfront um, into a beautiful, beautiful new facility over there. Um, they got tax breaks, but again, on some level, I mean, that's going to stimulate, you know, the, the Camden economy on, on, on some level, cause they're employing people, you know, you know, who live in, who Camden, live in Camden, um, to, which is important yeah. because and again, this hotel will employ people hopefully who live, who in, live Camden, in Camden. Camden right, so. And maybe this hotel begets another hotel because it's cheaper to stay in Camden than in Philly in the hotels for tourists. Right. And then that begets more jobs for people who live in Camden. Because so, I mean, there's a need for hotels in the Philadelphia area. I mean, yeah, there's a need for be, hotels, and you can go right across. If you, you can go right across the bridge in the Camden and pay five dollars and, and pay free parking, you know, hundred ten dollars at yeah. Hilton Garden Inn. You know, because those old city hotels are like two hundred dollars. I mean, it's like yeah, you know, no, and especially I imagine it's a Hilton Garden. You'll probably have a shuttle that take you in the Philly yeah, or something. Probably. Yeah. So I, I think this is a good That's thing. Good stuff. I, I hope it spurs some more stuff. Again, not gentrification. No. There's plenty of aband- abandoned factories plenty in of Camden. Open spaces. Open spaces to build things, to get people in that city jobs, to get that, that city jump started. Get so, that, get that, get that um, those state taxes, that state ex- tax revenue. Exactly. I'm here for this. So, yeah, shout out Camden. Shout out Hilton, Hilton uh, Garden Inn for bringing the property to Camden, New Jersey. Yes. I'm a little bit late on this um, as well. Which is, I thought you were really going with this, but I'm, I'll wrong? go with it. Uh-huh. Um, shout out to Robert Smith, the, the speaker at Morehouse's graduation. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Last that's, week, Robert Smith, awesome. uh, the billionaire Robert Smith, he's going to uh, basically pay for everybody's, uh, pay off everybody's loans in the graduating class of 2019 for Morehouse College. Awesome. Just I'm gonna. This is an awesome thing. This is an awesome, incredible thing. Let's just think about this for a second. There's 400 kids roughly in this class. Yes. They said the cost of this is going to be like 40, 40 million dollars. That's a hundred thousand dollars a student. We need to rethink how this whole higher education <laughs> thing because these, and this is the loans they have to pay back. Yes. This is like so you have 22, 23 year old men trying to get started in the world. And they're already in the hole a hundred grand on average. Yes. Okay. Not to mention if they go to grad school or anything other than that. Yes. We got to kind of figure out, yo, America, what's going on with higher education, man? Yeah, where's like, where's this is crazy? Where's the free school? This is insane. It's like we can't like this. It's so no, hard for no. kids, you know. Especially and, and, knowing and that um, it's darn near impossible now to get good jobs without a degree. Right. You know what I mean? And it's almost like you, you want to tell certain, this generation, yo, you have an internet, you have a brain, start your own business, you know, forego or forget college until, and and try to make your way using this, this computer thingy, because that, <laughs> this co- computer thingy. that college education, man, 
And that's the thing. I mean, I don't want to go go too yeah, deep, but it's, it's the thing. It's like you starting out with one hand tied behind your exactly. back, man. You know, you're sitting there and you're, you know, because you're, you're an entry level job and, you know, you're trying to make it on your own, but you're already a hundred grand. And, and that's a hundred grand again, before interest, before, you know, the, 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 the banks get their cut, no, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. And I know I, cause I've heard this sentiment before from, from people in our generation and older generations that said, well, we did it. We, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean they have to. A, it doesn't mean that they, they have to. And B, we didn't do this. We didn't do this. Like school if I, if did I not out, cost this if much. If I walked out of school with a, this, this undergrad with $100,000 in debt, I'd be like, yo, man, like, yo, I got to rethink. Like, if I was going to school now, I'd really have to rethink yeah. something. How much? Didn't they say like a year in like an Ivy League school is like 70 or something It can like be that? 70. In some places it's 70. Yeah. Why is it so much money? That's, the, that's my question. That's my question. And again, How they did they get some, to that point? Yeah, and they have some programs where if your family, you know, makes under a certain amount of money, then you know they can kind of defray some of the costs of your mission. But you know how? But but be. you know how much you how many hoops you have to jump to? Yeah, like oh yeah, you have yeah. to be perfect right. to get. You got to meet the criteria. No, specifically. poor kids, right. particularly poor kids, when they get into school and they get accepted and they go, they're going on loans. Right. And a lot of the, them have to do the loans themselves because their parents' credit is jacked bad, and right. they can't get loans. Right. So these these kids are taking loans out in their own names mm-hmm. because their parents probably have loans out that they had to do, take out to take care of the kid. Right, and like, right, right. It, school in America should not cost this much. There, yeah. It just shouldn't. It, yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. There's there is no there's no way there's no reason. Why the average kid should be walking out of college, be done college with a six-figure debt? There's no, there's no way, there's no reason. I mean, meanwhile, you reason. got uh, Aunt Becky paying half a million dollars <laughs> right. to fake scholarships and stuff for her kid to get in school. Yeah, so yeah, like they're like they're, we don't honestly we shouldn't have to be celebrating a Robert Smith. No, because school shouldn't be this school much. Should when, not. Again, you go to Germany, school in Germany, it's like two hundred dollars a year to go to you know, like go to college. Like it's like why? How are we're it? already paying taxes? Yeah, like. There's a better way to do this, America. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But shout out to Robert Smith. Yeah. Shout out to the class For of untying that hand from those young men's yeah, back. Yeah, man. And, and, and hopefully said, said, they will forward. pay it forward. You got to pay this forward. Man. You're you're coming out yeah. of college with a leg up. Yeah. But you so. got it. You got to pay this forward. Um, I feel sad for you 2018ers and 2020ers. I mean, or I know I feel I mean, more hot. sad for the guy who missed graduation by three credits. Yeah, by class. Yeah, like, yeah, can you man. imagine? It's like, oh, I'm oh. not gonna graduate this semester. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take that class again. Or I ain't feel like it. No, it's just one semester. Right. How many dudes did that? And now they're like, are you serious right like, now? Oh man, I'm gonna graduate this summer, man. I'm good. I'm gonna just I'm pick good. up the summer. It's, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. You know, I was partying too much, but it's straight. It's yeah. straight. Now look, now look like, what come, procrastination. You never know, did. man. You never know. So yeah, so shout out Robert Smith. Shout out class of 2019 at Morehouse again. Please pay it forward and kind of keep this thing going. Like, you know, keep it going. But again, we shouldn't need this thing no. in America no. where, where people are, are, are paying off student loans no. <laughs> that are ridiculous. All right, that's it for this edition of the John Appetit podcast. But before oh, wait, we wait, sign wait, off, ooh, be, I'm sorry. I'd like to shout out Oprah shout out. too. Oprah shout did something Oprah. good last week too. She gave half a million dollars to that school. I think it's in Newark. Okay. Um, so there's a principal. It's either Newark or Camden. I feel like it's Newark. There's a principal of a high school. Mm-hmm. He keeps the school open on Friday nights to give the kids somewhere to go, oh, awesome. so that they're not hanging out in the streets and doing gang stuff and all that stuff. So he feeds them. 
he, they play games. They built a little studio in there so they can make music. That's good. That's and so, like, the kids are hanging out Friday nights at the school. Uh, that's usually through the school year. And I feel like he opens it up more days in the summertime. So Oprah donated a half a million dollars to that program to keep Shout that program going. Shout out Oprah, man. Positivity today on the John Appetit Podcast. But before we sign off, there is one more thing we'd like to tell you. Our name isn't just a catchphrase. It's our wish to you every time you grab a bite to eat. So the next time you head out to your favorite restaurant, we'd like to wish you John Appetit.